This is Gemara and Yuma Daf Chav Gimel. All the learning for this month of ER has been generously, generously sponsored. The Schos for Oshlema for Rivka Bas Basheva, as well as the Schos for Oshlema for Anthelis Yuma Michlester. The learning of the entire Chabur should be a trendy Schos for their Rafua Shlema. As well, the learning should be a Schos for Oshlema for Sarah Baskela, who Baruch Hashem should be hopefully out of the hospital when this year on Tuesday happens. And finally, we'd like to dedicate this year as a Schos for, Yish- for Nechama for all the the families that lost children, husbands, uh, why uh, the past, uh, you know, in Meiron, and specifically to Yisachar Daiv Barish Ben Shleima, whose brother was one of the first members of this Dafyemi uh, Chabura. He and his entire family should have a tremendous Nechama, and the learning of the entire Chabura should be a tremendous Chos for the Neshama of the Nifter. Finally, our Chaylem and Vavay Chaim Bazar Shalom Sidon Reitz Azar Vizkanzi Vizim Chayzar Yisrael Menu Shemar Samavi Shavay Shavay Chana Shmuel Ben Tila Dimun Mechayim Reitz Azar Chayv Asminu Lebrachos Tavam Musa Dina Eid Vashem Mindos Sin Chotavia Ben Avigal Fesha Sivan Fekev Verim Mechalis Yonah Tzad Huba Mechamendo Ben Mindol V'Soyish Shaar Chayli Yisrael We pick it up on the bottom of Chav Beis Amid Beis the middle of discussion about Shaul Hamelech. We left off yesterday with a bit of a unique din that sounded that the only way that one could become a parnas, a leader, is if he has an issue with his yichos, which sounds interesting, but the Gemara spoke out that the reason being, because then he'll be scared. Then if he does something wrong, we'll tell him, watch out, we know who your father is, and that's going to make him do tshuva. So we continue from there, three lines in the bottom of our Shaul. What is the reason that Shaul was punished for because he we think that's a great thing, it's true, but there comes a time and place when one is not allowed to give up on his honor, Shemar, as the Pasuk teaches us, and the children of Lial are actually these people who are, were not great people, Amru, they said, who can this person say, referring to Shaul, and they ridiculed him, and did not bring him, a and Shaul was like a macharish, he was mute, he didn't say anything, and then the Pasuk teaches, so we see that the result of Shaul not standing up for himself, and of course, as we'll see further today, it's more referring to the covenant of Hashem when Atam Chacham is embarrassed. It's the Torah that's embarrassed. That's why Shaul was punished. Says the Gemara in the last line, Rav Yechon Mishem Shimon Yitzadok. Call Tam Chacham any Tam Chacham moving along to Chav Gimel and Aleph Sheinoi Noikim Vinoiter. He has to have two very important attributes, which I can explain right now. If he's not a Noikim, he does not take revenge. If he's not a Noiter. He does not hold a grudge. The Gemara says, one second, we know there's an impostic in the Torah. You're not allowed to take revenge. You're not allowed to keep a grudge. Explains the Gemara, when it comes to money, then you should not take revenge, etc. What is taking revenge? What is bearing a grudge? Says the Gemara, you say to your friend, can you lend me your magolcha, uh, which is a sickle? And he responds, no. Lamachar, the next day, that same friend, can you give me your axe? And you say, you know why? You didn't lend me yesterday, I'm not going to lend you. That's the comma, that's revenge. And what is holding a grudge? You ask your friend for an axe, he responds, he doesn't have one. The next day, can you lend me your shirt? 
Any kamois chai. Say, yeah, sure, I'll give you my shirt. I'm not like you. Shloya shaltani zu. Shloya shaltani you to lend me. Zui natira, that's holding a grudge. Which, of course, these are terrible attributes. Just to point out one uh, detail over here, they, they explain, the Gavur Sari explains, it's really all one story. Because it's a bit of an interesting question. Why does the Gemara switch the story? It starts with an axe and a sickle, then it goes into a shirt. Why doesn't it give the same example? So based on that, the Gavur Sari explains that it's really all one story. And it's teaching you a Chiddush that you could, number one, transgress Nekama, and then it still will be called Netira, a grudge, if afterwards you actually do lend the person but you say, I'm only doing it because you didn't do it to me. That's holding a grudge. Of course, a person should not do that. Says the Gemara, Vesayra de Gufa Eloi. I ask the Gemara, but is Sar of the Guf any different? Meaning, is it not incorrect to take revenge, to bear a grudge in a case where someone does something wrong to you? Meaning, the Gemara seemed to say you're never allowed to take revenge. Is that true? Someone who is not loving, someone who hears their suffers, but doesn't insult others. They hears their disgrace, he doesn't disgrace others. He does everything with love and he rejoices and he assures him, says the Gemara. So what do we see? We see that in all stories, it's good to be quiet. It's always good to not hold a grudge. So I asked the Gemara, so why did the Gemara previously say, or Shemini Yitzadak, Atam Chacham should yes take revenge. Again, we start off seemingly saying Atam Chacham should take revenge. The Gemara is bothered. Why is that true? Explains the Gemara. La'ilam dinakilei belibei. What does Shimon Ben Yisadik mean when he said that Atam Chacham should take revenge? He meant in his mind, in his heart, but he should never do anything on his own. Of course, he should just let someone else take revenge for the honor of him, which is the honor of the Taira, and then he should remain silent and let it happen. And that's obviously the clearest indicator. That's all for the Taira. Meaning, let's just play it out, if Ruvain is embarrassed, etc, etc, Ruvain so does something not nice to, and Ruvain's a massive Dhamma Chacham, so Ruvain shouldn't just say ah, forget it, it's okay, Ruvain should in his heart hold a grudge, so that when another Talmud says, my Rebbe, he's being embarrassed, and he goes and he yells at the person who did something wrong, Ruvain will let it happen, because that is a correct to show the honor for the Torah, the honor for Hashem, says the Gemara, finishing up this part, Vamar Rava, says the Gemara, one second, Rava talks us, you should always be Mavra Ami Daisav. Always let it go. Answers the Gemara. You know that's referring to when Rabbi said that if you're Mavra Ami Daisav, you get you get. Uh, says the Gemara that's referring to when someone comes to to apologize then you should accept the apology once they show that they feel bad then you should move on that is the sugya of Nekama the sugya of holding a grudge and of course the incredible honor and the incredible kayak it has to be Mavir Al we know the tremendous we can even call it a school almost the tremendous Yeshuas that come that when instead of a person answering rather he holds back he's Mavir Al and from there let's continue we said in the Mishnah, how do you do the lottery? We said in the Mishnah, there was a time they were running up the ramp. We'll speak about this more in a few moments. And there was a tragic tragedy. Someone was pushed off the ramp, so they made a lottery. And the Mishnah taught us, how do they make a lottery? Each coin holds up one or two fingers. Ask the Gemara. I understand. If you can put up two fingers, of course you can put up one finger. So why did the Mishnah have to say they put up one or two fingers? Answers the Gemara. 
bari kan be chayla. One is referring to a bari, a healthy person. He puts up one finger. But a chayla, sometimes he's so weak to even hold out one finger, and invariably a second finger goes out. That's when the Mishnah says two fingers. I asked the Gemara, Vatani achas b'tzien. I, but we learned they only had to put out one finger and not two. Explains the Gemara. Like we just said, a chayla is allowed to put out even two fingers. Explain, ask the Gemara further. Not ask. The Gemara price explains very important. Something that I'm sure bothered us in the Mishnah. We'll speak out what, what potentially would have been the question and why it's not. But the Gemara now explains that the Echidim we count two as one. Really? Ask the Gemara. We learned in the Raisa that you're not to hold out the middle finger or the gaitel, the thumb, because of those that deceive. They try to get a double two fingers in, so you count them twice. So what does it seemingly say in the Raisa? Don't hold down the middle finger or your thumb, but if you did the middle finger, we count it. Sounds like we count it in addition to your regular finger. So it sounds like if you hold out two fingers, you yes count twice. And the Gemara continues. But the Bryce concludes in this part that he's going to get Malchus for the one that's appointed because he put out two fingers. But what do we see? We see seemingly that he gets counted twice. Explains the Gemara. No. My What does it mean? We count for him, achas. Lanami means achas. You only count one, meaning you'll allow him to keep out the other finger, but we only count each kayin, excuse me, as one vote. Says the Gemara, my pekiyo. It said he gets malchus with pekiyo, amarav mardra. My madra, amarav papa, mitarka de tayoya. This is a whip of an Arab merchant, de posik, that the ends are split, and that's where we're going to hit him if he holds out his middle finger. What I pointed out before, which was a question, was when we read the Mishnah, the Mishnah says, hold out one or two fingers. And yesterday, we learned the Gemara, when the Gemara said, why don't you just count by their heads? And the Gemara had different reasons, different sources, proving that you're not allowed to count people, but there was a very serious question. What was the thought to count by their heads? Maybe I want to put out two fingers. So, maybe you should count by head? No! Give me the right to put out two fingers. But after seeing today's Gemara, there's no question at all. Because even if you put out two fingers, we only count each and every person only one time. Says the Gemara further. Amar Abaye, based off the previous price of Meshav Amina, originally I thought, that which the Mishnah says in Shkalim, that Ben Bibai was one who pointed over the Bekiya, Amina Absilta. So I thought that it meant he was in charge of Absilta, the wicks, like by the Menaira. Get it in hand. Mevloi Mechlase Akahanim, the worn out clothing of the Kayinu, Mahamnina and Mehen, Haimafkin, Ubehame Medlikin. They would take strands out of the garments and they would use those as the wicks for the Menaira. But then he continues and says, Kim the Shamana. Then I realized that the Bekiah did not mean, was not referencing the wicks of the Menaira, but rather was referencing the whip that they used to whip the Kayin, give him Malkus for holding out the additional finger. Says the Gemara, 
Maisa Shahayu Shneim Shavim Ratin Lalun Kaves Kavesh, excuse me, on the first wide line. Says the Gemara, there was a story. Okay, Hanum were running. Two of them got to the top at the same time. One pushed the other, broke his leg. Tanar Abanan says the Gemara. Maisa Shahayu Bishneiko Hanum Tuka Hanum Shahayu Shneim Shavim. They both were equal at the top. There was a tie. Veroitzin Vailim Bekavesh Kadam. Veroitzin, one more time. And they were running up the ramp. One of them got there first. Within the four Amois of, of the Mizbech before his friend did. He stabbed the other Kayin because he wanted to win. He got up on the steps of the Ulam. Listen. It says in the Torah that if you find a corpse on the a halal a corpse, Vadam on the land, the Yatsus, the Kenechov, Shaiftechov, the elders and the judges go out. Anu, and they go out, that's Egla Rufa. Anu. So he got up and he screamed, Rav Yatsadaik. Anu as Almila Havi Egla Rufa. We also have to bring in Egla Rufa. The Kayan was killed. But is it Alair, the whole city, or Allah, Azaris, all the Azaris? Ka'u Kolambi Vchia, the entire nation. Started crying out. So came the father of the boy, the boy, the kind that was that was stabbed. And he found him that he was still moving around on the floor. So said the father, He said, This is your kapara. Meaning the, the father was talking to this dying boy and saying, you got your kapara, you got stabbed, you got your kapara, so don't worry. But still the kid was, was trembling around, was shaking. Sakin, says the Gemara. But then he called out and he said, he's still shaking. And the sakin, the knife is not coming. Why? Because he didn't die yet. They cared more about the Taira, more than the bloodshed. They didn't say anything about the, this boy about to die. He was more concerned that the knife was about to come Tame. That unfortunately, in the times of Menashe, they were killing people and the streets were flowing with blood. Hey, so that is the end of a second story in which we see how careful in which we see that they had to make an enactment to take care of these kayanim that are beating each other up to get to the top to merit the removal of the ash. Says the Gemara, hey, my which of these two stories were first? Again, the Mishnah, it said he threw him off, broke his leg, and the Brice over here we just quoted, said he stabbed the other one. Elim the Shrikas Damim, if that was the first Brice, Hashas the Shrikas Damim, like Takino, Payasa, and Israel Ragla, Takino, so I understand what's going on. A coin was killed. Did they make up a lottery? No. Then a coin had a broken leg. Then they made up a lottery. That's crazy. If they didn't make a lottery for someone that got killed, certainly they wouldn't do so for someone who broke their leg. Ella says, Gemara Dinesh Ragla Bekadim. Really, first, the Kayin was pushed off and broke his leg. And then what happened? Once they were creating the Bayasa, the lottery, Arba Amois, Maivitayu. Says Gemara, wait, then what was the whole point of Maris of the Dalin Amois? Meaning, 
if the Kayin got pushed and broke his leg, and he made a Taikana that we have to do a lottery, so why in the next story he said he got within the four Amois, so he stabbed him. What are you doing? Anyways, it's going to be a lottery. Ella says, the Gemara, La'ilan, the Sheikh has done and caught him. It must be that the first price was the Kayin that killed the other one. Originally, they thought it was an accident. It happens. Leave it be. But then, Kivan de once they saw, no, it's not true. It wasn't a fluke accident. We see the Kahanim are doing this. They're they're pushing each other off the ramp. So that's what they made the decree of the lottery. The Gemara continues. The Rav Sadiq got up in the steps. We find the corpse in the ground. Says the Gemara, What was he saying? It sounded nice and poetic. What was of something saying? Is it true you shalayim and have to bring an egla rufa? Can't be. Ten things about Yushalayim. And this was one of them, which is what says the Gemara as we turn over to. There's no egla rufa in Furthermore, we don't know who's the one that hit him. I'm sorry, Veloy Noida Miko, Siv, Vahanoida Miko, Minik, Egla Rufus, when we're not sure who the murderer is over here. We know exactly who the murderer is because all the crimes stabbed him. Ella says the Gemara, You know why Rav Sadiq said what he said for one simple reason, in order to ma'ira the people, in order to bring them to crying, which we know is the tachlis of a levaya. Says the Gemara, Back to the story, the father of the child came, he saw him moving around on the ground, says the Gemara, this is your kapara, but he's still alive, end of the quote from the Braisa. Ask the Gemara now, let's ask a question. What was the Braisa teaching us? Was it, again, there's always two halves. Was that they didn't care about bloodshed, but they cared about uh, they cared about the hire of the Kalim, or no, they cared about the hire of the Kalim so much, they also cared about bloodshed, but not as much. So says the Gemara, Shrikh has done him that's what was cheap in their eyes. Avatairis Kilim Gil Kaima Kaima. But they always had reference to Dinam of Tuma and Tyra. I don't know. Shrikas Dame, Dami Gil Kaima Kaima. They held value of life in high regard. Aval. Thomas Kalim Idi Khamir. There was more Machmir on the Tuma of Kalim. Which one was it? Stashamai answers the Gemara. From the fact that we see in the Braisa. Now we bring a raya from the Pasik that says, Gandanaki Shavach Manasha. We saw that we brought down this Pasik as a raya that Manasha is full of blood. Is a clear indicator for the Pasik itself that there was blood everywhere that they were not Makhman, unfortunately, on bloodshed, but they did care about the Hira. Says the Gemara, Tanu Rabbanan, going back, going back a lot to discuss the removal of the ash. Says the Gemara, Upashat, this hopefully sounds a little bit familiar. Upashat, Vlavish, Begadim, Achayim. He removes the clothing and puts another clothing. Vahiti is Adashan, he removes the ashes. Um, the, the Truma Sadashin, Shama'ani, I heard, Kiderech Yoim HaKippurim, says the Braisa, the same way on Yom Kippur, Shapay Shepik Dei Kodesh, Lavish Big Dei Chol, he took off his eight garments and put on the four garments, Chol, Tamil Oimar, Lavish Big Dei Chol, Tamil Oimar, Upashat, 
Says the Gemara, but therefore we learn out for the Pasas who Pashas Begadav, for Lavish Begadavacherim, Makish Begadim Shalavish Begadim Shalapashit. We learn out a Hakish, just the clothing that took off, it's like the clothing he puts on. Malal and Big Day Kaidesh, Afghan Big Day Kaidesh. So says the Gemara, it's not true. Even though the Kain Gadol had to take off the Aina put on the floor, but the Kain had to, when he went to take out the ash, he had to keep on his uh, Kain Gadol, Kain, I'm sorry, clothing. Im Cain says the Gemara, Excuse me, if that's true, so why does the Torah have to say other garments, Acherim? Explains the Gemara, Psuchen Mayhem. It teaches us that you're even allowed to use garments which are very cheap, but it's not teaching us an allowance to remove the ash without the Begadim. You still need the four regular Begadim. Ravalazar Aimer, Acherim, Bahaiti, Limen Al Kayhanim, Balimumin, Shekisherim, Laiti, Dashen. A totally different thing. Says Ravalazar, you know, we learn out from Acherim that Acherim, Kayhanim, who can't do a normal Avaida, they're Balimumin. We saw a few days. Ago, they used to check the wood to make sure it's not wormy. Another job that they had, says the Gemara, was they were allowed to do the removal of the ash from the Mizbeach. Omar, Mar, let's go a little bit deeper into this din. As you learned in Abraisa, the other garments which are worn out, I'm sorry, which are of a lower quality, you're allowed to use them to remove the ash. Like we learned in Abraisa. The clothing that you wore to cook for the garment master, you don't you don't wear it to serve the master. Meaning we can't wear the same clothing to clean off the ashes, the clothing that we're gonna use for that vita. Amar that was Rabbi Yishmael. Amar Yishlakish, but says Rabbi Yishlakish, no way. Says Rabbi Yishlakish, Kimachlekis Baitzak, Kimachlekis Baharama. Says Rabbi Yishlakish, just like we have a Machlekis with regards to the removal of the ash, so too with regard to the separating of the ash. But Rabbi Yechanan Amar Machlekis Baitzak, Baharama, Divriakola Vaidi. That's the debate. Do we hold? Is everyone agreeing that the Harama of the ash, everyone agrees that is for sure called the Havaida, when you separate the ash? Or no? Is there a full-fledged machlekes, both the separating and the removal of the ash? And of course, on our own, we could figure out the differences between the separating the ash and the total removal of them. My time of the Reish Lakish. Says the Gemara, where the Reish Lakish gets to stay in Amr Lachai? He's going to answer you. If you're going to tell me the removal of the ash is an Avaida, is it possible to the Avaida wearing only two garments? Reish Lakish obviously is of the opinion. You do not have to wear all four garments, just your pants. In your shirt, Rabbi Yechana no God Rachmana beKetaynes Mechmasayim. It taught us about the shirt and the pants. Vuadin the Misnav is Ahavnit, and in truth, it's the same thing they had to wear their hat and their belt. Umaishahani midoyvad, and he learns out that just like these are made out of linen, midoy kim midasai, which he says has to be the proper fitting. Mechsebad, what does that teach us? The Chazanim and I ain't showing you davar. Kaidin lemechlasayim. Rabbi Yechana learns that we nothing on before you put on the pants. The shirt has to be directly on your flesh and emma. What is that? I'm sorry, I read that wrong. That he learns out from Al Basari. So that is the Machlekes Rabbi Yechran and Rish Lakish. And in truth, we're going to have to stop over here.
Because the next piece of Gemara, when the Gemara is going to try to uh, assume and suggest that the Machlech is Rabbi Yechelon and Rish what the status of the removal of the ashes, is it considered an Avaida or not? That Machlech is Rabbi and Rish we're going to see is really a, a parallel Machlech as name of Ketanoi, and we'll pick up from there tomorrow.